there in the Veterans Hour, your source for news, talk, and uncensored commentary here on the Lone Star Community. I'm your host, WSB, along with my co-host, Dangerous Dan, Bug Killing Man. You can listen to us live every month, the first Tuesday, 1 p.m., here on Conroe's very own FM 106.1 and 104.5. As always, we'll start with a little housekeeping. You can contact us through our website at www.veteransair.us. Leave us a message, or better yet, text us in the studio on our Google phone. To hear this the Google phone. It's 936-344-3083. Your, your phone's on, right? Uh, yes, my phone is on. Normally, I, I wouldn't ask, but we've never had anyone text a call. I just want to make true. sure your phone's that, on. That, that is not true. We have had t- t- people text in, and I didn't notice it until after the show. Oh. Sorry. Um, that's just the way it is. Mountain, brother, here you go. Do we have people coming by looking in at us? Well, I mean, he does own the building next door oh, that's that we share a window with. Yeah. So how do you like the new shirt? Do you feel legitimate? Do you legitimate? Yeah, like like I was saying before we were on the air, I'd wear an undershirt because you can see my nipples in the shirt. I didn't. I I know. I, I see nipples. Is that exciting? Not really. Because I am a manly man. I am all that in a bag of chips. Yes. So we're going to talk today. We're going to talk about, uh, well, we have a lot of things coming up. And, and we have the midterm elections coming up. That's right. Which made me think, about immigration, mm-hmm. being a citizen, and voting. So we're going to talk about those topics today. But before we jump into that, because I've done a lot of research on this, by the way. I have not. So I'm going to act like any news agency in America. You can call and, me out and on And just, no, talk uninformed and, and have my word be law. You mean like I usually do? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, we have a lot of stuff to, to, to cover today. Um, talked about the shirts, talked about the sign. If anybody out there is really good at, uh, at staining, I want to do it in a kind of a rustic type of stain, red, white, and blue. Please contact us. We need your help. And I received something from, uh, from Brigadier General McNabb. Dan, have you ever thought of joining the Texas State Guard? Is that like a militia? That is a militia. That is absolutely correct. I, we I are one not. of only 30-some-odd states that have their own militia. Is that, the Army. How is that different than the National Guard? I thought the National Guard was the militia. No, 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 no. The militia answers to but one person, the governor. Oh. That's right. Texas, the Texas militia. Actually, they call it the Texas State Guard. Sorry, General. They call it the Texas State Guard. And the governor has authorized to expand that Texas State Guard because of all the great work that they did during uh, Hurricane Harvey. The, uh, the, the, the general, the uh, governor said, okay, Texas State Guard, you, 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 go here, help out. You, 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 go here, help out. And uh, one, of the, one of the things that they do, other than normal guard stuff, is they have this huge medical unit. Disaster. People need medicine. People need to get hurt. Somebody's got to be able to fix them. You've seen the disaster shows on TV where the hospitals get overrun. That's a question mark. Oh, yeah, I've seen ER. Exactly. Yeah. Texas State Guard. They'll set up their medical unit and be there to go. Oh. Now, General McNabb um, called me and said, hey, Doug, um, we're looking for a public affairs officer. Or the Texas State Guard. So is that like somebody to come out with like press conferences and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, a public affairs officer does damage public control. affairs. Damage <laughs> control. I'm sorry, General. Uh, does, 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 damage, does damage control. Uh, uh, he's the liaison or she is the liaison. So that would be like what? Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Now, you have to be in the Guard to do this. Oh, and it is a paid position. That was my next question. Yes, it is. They're looking for a PAO, public affairs officer. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the Guard and you have interest in becoming the public affairs officer or a public affairs liaison for the Texas State Guard, I want you to contact Brigadier General Constant, Constance McNabb. 
And uh, she's the Brigadier General. It's only one of her. So she's going to be easy to find. And we're going to have her on the show here very, very shortly or on one of our podcasts to talk about this. If you're interested in, in what this, this public affairs officer is going to do, I just so happen to have everything on it. And uh, I will actually post this in the comments on our YouTube channel, um, right along with all of the links to the information that I've gathered today. Oh. Now, I read this, and the general personally called me, so I was all over that like white on rice. She just happened to have your number? She just happened to have my number. I call that abuse of power. Hey, we have following. I, I have no doubt about she, that. No, she called in on the veteran's air number. Oh, okay. I she thought she was like, looked up your, your personal phone number from like the NSA database or something. It was like, are you Douglas Burrell? If, if, if my number and contact information is not in some agency's database, then they are not doing their See, job. See, that's why I'm afraid to like go to the airport. <laughs> I'm really not associated with Doug. I'm really not. Right. No, but she contacted us through veteran's air and I was like on that, like white on rice saying, I could put the uniform back on. But no, they don't take you if you're broke, Dick. Oh, well, I mean. Can I say that on the air, Dick? We'll find out. Yeah, Dick. Can we say hey, broke Dick? Everybody, everybody. Engineer Dick is back. Round of applause hey. for Engineer Dick. Yay. What happened to you? Ethan? Is that his name? Uh, NSA knows. Okay. I know what happened. Okay. I, I'm betting you he's at home in the basement playing video games. <laughs> Ethan, are you playing video games? Ethan's going to text him. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get on with this show because we got a bunch of stuff to do today. Um, in four short months, we're going to go to the polls. We're going to do midterm elections. Are you excited? Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to forget. No, you're not. I'm going to make you go. Uh, that being said, I will also be working it's more likely It's Tuesday. Oh. The day of our show. Oh, well, yeah, I won't be working. So, yes, yeah. I will go. You can go vote. Everybody needs to get out and vote. Um, but speaking of getting out and vote, I watched the news. I'm a news junkie. Self-professed, I'm a news junkie. I did watch the news, but they banned my news. <laughs> we will not mention him on this show. Um, and everybody thinks that they know who's eligible to vote. Everybody thinks that, that they can change it and say, well, they can vote. They have a voice question for you. Do you know who is eligible to vote in this country? I have an answer. It's probably wrong. Let's hear it. A citizen that's not a felon. You are absolutely 100% correct. You mean it's that easy? If you are a citizen, a citizen of the United States, and you meet your state's requirements to vote, and you are registered to vote. That's right. Some states allow nonviolent offenders to vote. That's right. And Vermont and Maine, they allow the felons to vote. All of them? Yes. Oh, there you go. In, in the other states, if you're a felon, you cannot vote. And if you're, and if you're on parole or early release, mm -hmm. um, any one of those programs, you have not finished serving your time, so you cannot vote. Oh, okay. Interesting fact. If you are dead, you cannot vote. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Um, if you voted once, you can't go someplace else and vote. Hey, Doug, when you pass away, do you, how do you notify the right people that that person can't vote anymore? Is there a process or is it just kind of like, oh, hey, we call I, all the dead people places? And I like, thought it was like the, in the death certificate. You had to submit that. Do you actually submit it to the enrollment office? I, I have no idea. No. The, the county, state, city, state, county, uh, district, whatnot, is supposed to verify their roles every so often. They get money to do this. It's a grant from the federal government due to the states, counties, city, whatnot, to verify their roles. Yeah, I was reading a thing about Houston got in trouble for that. Oh, yeah. Or not in trouble. Once someone was raising a stink because they were doing that. They were basically doing their due diligence of checking who's eligible to vote based but, off of you know criminal records or driver license records. And so you're like saying that. bureaucracy actually works sometimes? Well, sometimes it Unless works. you're the VA? Unless you're the VA. But at any rate, everybody thinks, just like you do, everybody thinks that they know that they have the right to vote. Uh, I would just like to point out, I just pay attention to myself. I know I can vote, and that's that's good enough for me. I know I can vote. I know my, my 
wife can vote. I know my child can vote. I know what it takes to vote. Mm-hmm. But uh, how do I put this? People don't seem to look at the facts or know where to go to find out whether or not they're a citizen. And you know what? We actually have a document that tells us exactly what a citizen is. You ready for it? (laughs) Thank you, little girl. The United States Constitution tells you who is an American. But I heard that was racist and irrelevant. Well, let me read to you. Let me read to you uh, from the 14th Amendment. Where did I put my notes for the 14th Amendment? But, ah, on the 14th Amendment, Section 1, Clause 1. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. Thank you, Kim. This so, is important. So if you're a resident of your state, you can vote for state stuff? Yes. But if you're not, a, what, a, a citizen of the U.S.? I'm confused. Okay. How does this work, Doug? Because there's two types of voting. Right. There's federal, mm-hmm. and there's what they call local election. Oh, okay. So you may not be eligible to vote in a federal election mm-hmm. if you are an illegal alien. If you are here on a visa, you're not allowed to vote in a federal election. So if you're here illegally or temporarily, you cannot vote that is for permanent stuff? That is correct. Oh, if you, that, that, that makes sense. And if you are a resident alien, mm-hmm. you cannot vote for in a federal election. Now, each state also has rules, laws, and regulations. So you may be able to, say, if you're ineligible to vote in a federal election because you are not a U.S. citizen, mm-hmm. you may be able to vote in a state election. See, I did not know this. I just thought you were ineligible to vote. No. Nope. Oh. You have to check your local state. That that. that it- that explains a lot. I know most most states have their own constitutions. That is correct. Oh. Let's talk about that. Okay. Let's, let's talk about naturalization for a second, as it applies to whether or not I can vote in a federal election, whether or not I'm a citizen. There just happens to be a law on the books enacted in twenty in two thousand two. It's called the Help American Vote Act. And to be eligible to vote in a federal election, you are a U.S. citizen, either by birth or naturalization. You meet your state's residency requirements. You are 18 years old. Some states allow 17 years to vote in primaries or registered to vote if they will be 18 before the general election. See, I was born on election day. I don't know what that means. Just my parents keep telling me I was born on election day possible. Mm. We were born on a Tuesday. So, you have to be a citizen. But what does it take to be a citizen? We were having a discussion before the show started about a, a politician and whether or not he was a United States citizen. Oh, yeah. I was reading over the notes here, and I remember during one of the presidential elections, the... Uh, the th- idea came up that one of the, the politicians running was born on a U.S. base in South America, and they were trying to say that that made him ineligible to run for president because he was not a natural-born uh, U.S. citizen. That is absolutely correct. You have to be a, nat- a nat- naturally-born mm-hmm. citizen because there are two types of citizens. Right. There's those that are born here. Mm-hmm. And that those that are born someplace else enter the country legally, meet all the requirements to be a resident alien, and then sometime in the future decide to become a United States citizen. And that's become, becoming, that is what's known as a naturalized citizen. So you're a citizen elsewhere and you migrate here and you apply, for, citizen, apply for citizenship and you're granted it. And would that mean you have to renounce citizenship elsewhere? Ah, excellent question. And the answer to that question is absolutely positively. 
You have to renounce your former country and pledge allegiance to the United States. Oh, okay. See, I remember um, when my family came over here on Ellis Island, they had to renounce uh, allegiance and citizenship to the countries they came from because they were going to be Americans. That's right. And everybody out there right now is screaming, but I'm a dual citizen, but I'm a dual citizen. If you're an American, you are a natural, a nat I can't say that word today. A naturally born citizen. Naturally born citizen of the United States. You have citizenship in the United States. You have additional citizenship in another country if you meet that country's criteria. America does not recognize you as dual citizenship. America does not have dual citizenship. Oh. You can't be German, can't be a German citizen and an American. So so my aunt, who, who you met. Yes, we made her cry. I'm yeah. sorry, Anne. I really am. She is a dual citizenship of America and Canada. She's an American citizen who has Canadian citizenship. Okay. I'll have to point that out to her when she uh, starts bragging about that. Yep. America, the United States, does not grant dual citizenship. You can't be a Canadian and then apply for citizenship to become an American. See, that's funny. I also worked with a guy who was, uh, he was born in Mexico, but his parents were um, ministers, and he was as white as white bread. He's an American. Yeah, but he had dual citizenship in That's Mexico correct. and the U.S. The United States only recognizes him as the United States. And he joined the National Guard, and they made him renounce his Mexican yes. citizenship. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, so you're, you're jumping all over my, my notes here. But okay, uh, since you bring that up, let's talk about that. Because this is a veterans show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we concern ourselves with veteran and military stuff. I think I know where you're going with this. Can you join the United States military and after completing your tour of service, be a United States citizen? I don't think they have that program anymore, do they? They do. Oh, because I know I served with a lot of people who were getting their citizenship. And to do that, they had to join the military as one of the options and do all their citizen requirements. And then they were citizens. There is. A lot of people from Africa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I served with uh, with Vinnie Pham. Pham, if you're listening, hey buddy, how you doing? Vinnie Pham was uh, an immigrant from Vietnam. Uh, came over on the visa. He decided that he wants to stay here and become an American citizen. And there's only one way to become an American citizen if you're not naturally born. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, by the way, good people. When we do our, uh, when we put this on our YouTube channel, all of the reference material that I've done for this will be down in, in the notes section. And, and the links and descriptions below? Yes. Currently, Title VIII of the U.S. Code fills in the gaps between the Constitution and defines the following people who are United States citizens at birth. Was this enacted under Bush? I want to say it was. The, the fast track to citizenship by military service? Yeah. No, it goes way further. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Under Title Eight of the U.S. Code, anyone born inside the United States is a citizen with certain caveats. Mm -hmm. um, any Indian or Eskimo born in the United States? You can't say Eskimo anymore. That's what the law says. I, I know. <laughs> um, and any Indian or Eskimo born in the United States is a United States citizen. Being that... Being a United States citizen does not impair that person's status as a citizen of the tribe. Oh, didn't uh, natives, uh, they didn't get citizenship until 84, right? I I'm, not, I'm not sure. I want to say it was in the 80s. All right, listeners, there's the question. Find out when uh, Indians became United natural, natural Native Americans. <laughs> Native Americans became, became United States citizens. I want to say it was 1984. It could be. Um, anyone, anyone born outside the United States, which both the parents are U.S. citizens, as long as one parent has lived in the United States. Goes back to Santa Cruz. So that'd be like my friend who lived in Mexico, or was born in Mexico. That's right. All right. Anyone born in a U.S. possession. So that'd Guam. be like a military base? Yes, Guam. Or it is, that is Guam, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. They're, they're possessions of the United States. 
The U.S. Virgin Islands, they're... So territories. Yeah, territories. As long as one parent is a citizen and has lived in the United States for at least one year. Oh. Anyone found in the United States under the age of five whose parentage cannot be determined as long as proof of non-citizenship is not provided by the age of 21. So basically we adopt them and make them... Make them wards of the United States. Okay. So all of these children that have crossed illegally or have been brought across the border illegally to serve in the sex trade operation. Which is part of the reason why kids were getting separated from whoever they came with. That's right. You have to prove that you were the parent of that child or we are going to take that child and make them a U.S. citizen and deport you. So if we find these children and we can't determine the parentage mm. of the children, hi, sweetie, they can be U.S. citizens. Interesting. Yeah. See, Anyone born outside the United States, if one parent is an alien, as long as the other parent is a citizen of the United States who lived in the United States, for at least five years with military and diplomatic service included in this time. Right, because embassies are technically American soil. That's right. Also, let's consider people born on military bases. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were born in Germany. Oh, big big base there. That's right. Big base, a lot of bases. Mm -hmm. Saudi they're Korea. United States citizens, but they're not born here. Mm -hmm. Their parents are serving overseas. Their parents are American, right, citizens American citizens who have lived at least a year here. That's right. Why they're, that's why they're children. One final historical condition. A person born before May 24th, 1934, of an alien father and a U.S. citizen mother who has lived in the United States. So that would pretty much be like people who immigrated here and had a kid. They're citizens. Yep. Absolutely. And it was 1934? 1934. Mm. So if you meet any of those requirements, then you are a U.S. citizen. But there are other ways to gain citizenship, naturalization, which we can talk about. I, I have a question. Mm -hmm. How about well, Cuba, people who come here from Cuba on rafts? I heard that they became citizens because they were considered refugees. Now, asylum and refugee does not enter into this factor of naturalization. Okay. Because Congress and our president can grant citizenship to anybody that they want to. They can do so. But it doesn't and make you a naturally born citizen? No, it makes you a naturalized citizen. Naturalized. Naturalized okay. citizen. And we've done this in the past. Um, I think it was Bush who, uh, who made all the illegal aliens um, United States citizens. Um, DACA, which is currently going on, it says, hey, if you're a child of, of an illegal immigrant, that register. Born here? That, that, no, they, if they're born here, even from illegal parents, they're still United States citizens. Um, unless their parents have a felony on them, then that would preclude that. Um, so there are some little caveats here. But they need a, an immigration lawyer to fix that out. We're not going to get into the legalities of that for every case here on this show. We just can't do it. Um, <clears throat> We were, we were speaking about military service as a fast track to naturalization. I feel like we should have gotten the, the ladies from Legal Connection to, to be on this with us. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll expand that. But I don't want to get too much into situations mm -hmm. and give out legal advice and someone go, oh, well, Doug and Dan said it was this. Yeah, we're not lawyers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to quote here from, from the research. Um. In order to, for an immigrant, and we speak, we're speaking strictly legal immigrants, that come over, have a visa, they're allowed to be here, and yada, yada. As they the get saying here. goes, coming through the front door? Coming through the front door. Like my wife came through the front door. German citizen, did all the things that she was supposed to do correctly, took the pledge. Now, this is what her requirement was, and what it still is today, even for military service, was just being in the military does not grant you citizenship. No, you got You still got to take the citizenship test. Oh, yes. So here it is. For military service, in order to become a U.S. citizen through military service, you must be proficient in English. You must be able to demonstrate that you have a good moral character. You must also take the oath of allegiance to the United States Constitution 
and must be able to show adequate knowledge of U.S. civics. However, unlike other citizen applications, you do not need to establish residence in the U.S. Since you're a service member, you're going to be traveling all around. So that's waived. Um, the application process, the citizenship interviews, and the naturalization ceremonies will be provided to you and available outside of the United States. They have to be. Um, U.S. candidates applying for naturalization through the U.S. military. If you have secured citizenship through your military service and are discharged just honorably. Bye, or, see you later. <laughs> or otherwise leave service without honorable conditions. So other than honorable? Other than honorable. You may have your citizenship revoked if you have not completed at least five years of honorable service. Now. That's quite the caveat. If you remember, yes, it is. If you remember in the news uh, a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so back, there's this, this big thing in military.com and the military magazines about the, 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 the military kicking out people out of the military and denying them their citizenship. That was almost the rest, almost true. But here's the rest of the story on that. Uh, so are we going to deal with a bunch of dishonorables here? Yes and no. Okay. Because. In October of 2017, October of last year, two new policies that pertain to security clearances and honorable service and service certifications necessary to pursue, pursue expedited naturalization. I would just like okay. to say it is super hard to get a clearance if you have anything other than a speeding ticket. Oh, yes. So here's what those two, two new uh, policies that concerned becoming a naturalized citizen through military service. Under the new rules, all lawful permanent residents must complete an extensive background investigation and receive a favorable military security suitability determination, MSSD. It doesn't mean that they're going to get a security clearance, but... You can you serve the, with little to none. What, you're going to have a full background investigation. That's you, your parents, your friends, all that. Now... I had a TS with eyes only. So mine was very extensive. And I married a German citizen <laughs> who has relatives on the other side of the wall. It was, they, they, they interviewed everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody. Mine, mine, they just did a background check. And we're like, good. You don't have any drunk driving convictions. You're good to go. Well, you have to do that. You have to pass your background investigation. The second change that's also important, and this is especially with respect to those individuals looking to naturalize through military service, is covered under Section 329 of the Immigration and Naturalization Act. Under this, under this, the new Department of Defense policies, a foreign national will not receive a certification of honorable service on the immigration form N-426 for purposes of expediting naturalization unless he or she has completed all security suitability screening requirements, has completed the initial military training requirements of the service for which they are a member, and completed at least 180 consecutive days of active duty service or at least one year of satisfactory service in the selected reserves. So 180 days is pretty much like the minimum for you to decide that the military service isn't for you. And just to get out clean. That is correct. Now, let's go back to of good moral character. Yeah, I remember a lot of the uh, the soldiers who were trying to get citizenship also had to do community service in the communities that the base was in or on base. If you have, if you get convicted of a crime while in the military, mm -hmm. would it be said that you had good moral character? Like found, well, I guess military crime is different. Uh, no. You're a barracks thief. Are you a good moral character? It depends if you are tactically acquiring or stealing. Now, tactically <laughs> acquiring is not stealing. <laughs> Every military man that's listening to this has just now just had, well, what are you talking about? Dan? No, no, no. <laughs> Let's clarify that. Tactical acquiring is not stealing. But yes. you're, you're a barracks thief. Uh, you're automatically Blue Falcon on your way out. That was my next one. Blue Falcon. Yep. You're not good moral character mm -hmm. and your citizenship will be denied denied for that 
Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, as I was saying, I had uh, I had uh, a soldier, Vinny Fam. Thirty seconds. You got thirty seconds. I got thirty. I got thirty seconds. Okay, we're gonna take a short break here. Um, it's already the bottom of the hour. Damn, it goes fast. We're gonna take a short break here. Um, Engineer Dick's here. I like having Dick in the studio. He's gonna give us. Uh, he's gonna give us news, traffic, weather. Uh, here's your weather for you. I'll do the weather for you. Coming straight from the Lone Star Community Radio stations, the weather today is going to be hot, followed <laughs> by hot and humid. Does that work? He says, yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, we'll be right Let back me after these Let messages. Let me do it. <laughs> In the teeth of a killing machine With a need to bleed you when the light goes green Best believe I'm in the zone to be From a yin to a yang to a yang to see What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables Choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat Make your food dollars last longer Prepare quick, nutritious meals Help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks and much more our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Welcome back to Veterans Air with your host, Douglas B. and Dangerous Dan. Before the break, we were about to talk about the story of uh, one of my uh, soldiers, Vinny Tham. I almost was, said P.F. Chang. P.F. Chang. <laughs> Vinny Tham. Um, Vinny was uh, uh, an immigrant from Vietnam. He wanted to be an American citizen and uh, join the United States Army to be able to do that. He become a citizen. Because he researched and he found out that the requirements were still the same, but he would be expedited. Some of the time served, instead of having to wait seven years as a resident alien, he only had to wait five. So he just had to do, what, five years of service? Um, I, believe, I believe it was five years of service. Okay. I believe it was. Um, and it just made things a lot easier for him. Um, this was expedited. The cost was still the same. Do you know how much it cost? Become a naturalized United States citizen? I would say money. Mm -hmm. Any idea? Kim, any idea how much it costs to become a naturalized United States citizen? Yeah. I would say at least $5,000. No, no, no. If you have $5,000, you hire a coyote and you cross the border illegally. But if you had $794, you could come in on the front door. That's it. People That's make it sound so expensive. No. Not expensive. $794 is what it costs to file the forms to become a naturalized citizen. That's it? That's it. Now, there will be other costs involved with that because they're going to want your birth certificate. Got to get a copy of birth certificate. Who knows how much that costs? You know, and, and other documentation to prove who you are. To prove that your kids are yours. And But the application fees themselves, $794 to become a United States citizen. If you just come on the natural go, Dude, can I come in and watch some Netflix? That's what it takes. So anyway, Pam, Vinny, um, he joined to become a United States citizen. And he was an American. He was not an American yet, but this boy was an American American. He took his oath of allegiance to the United States very seriously. 
very, very seriously. He took his military service as an honor to serve the country that his children one day will be born in. Wasn't married, didn't have kids, but this is where he wanted to raise his kids. Now, Vinny came to me one day and he said, Sergeant B, can I have a pass? I said, no, you can't have a pass. Get back to work. <laughs> he said, no, no, no. I need to go. I need to go down to Syracuse. I'm changing my name. And I went, are you trying to hide from somebody? Because you're my soldier. I would need to counsel you on this. I don't <laughs> understand what, what's going on. He said, no, I've decided I'm going to change my name. I'm going to get an American name. Oh. <clears throat> Same reaction. Oh, of course you can have a pass. Absolutely. Here, here you go, private fam. Knock yourself out. Report back when you get done. He comes back the next day. And he's like, Sergeant B, I have an American name now. He's John, very, John very, very, very proud. Very proud that he has, has an American name. And I'm thinking, Joe, John. Kept Sam, his family name. But he changed his, his first name to a good American name. Vinny. Not Vincent, but Vinny Sam. A good American name. I, does he live in, in New Jersey now? I told him he's not allowed to watch Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Fam. My, cousin, my cousin Vinny. Fam, I'm very proud of you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I was at his, his, his wedding um, about a year later. Very, very proud. His parents were proud. Everybody was proud that he became a United States citizen. That is the type of person that looks at America values its freedom and liberties and says, I want to be part of that. And I want to support that and does it the right way. So all of this that we talked about naturalization um, and becoming a citizen is going to flow into next month. Cause I think we need to talk about this a little bit more. Yeah. Because now that we know how you can vote, mm -hmm. if you're a naturalized citizen or a natural citizen, how you can vote. Let's talk about what you have to do to actually vote in this country or how you can have your voting taken away without even knowing about it. We're going to cover that next month's show. But uh, how, much, how much time do I have, Dick? You have about 12 minutes. Oh, 12 minutes. Let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about happenings and do all the rest of, rest of our stuff. We have a lot of things. Excuse me. We have a lot of things going on in, in August. Um, first off, um, for everybody that did not attend or, or see the late Facebook Live on the 4th, it was Patriot's birthday. Uh, my wife and our, our prime listener, happy birthday, Petra. Um, the 18th of this month, it's my 34th wedding anniversary to the same woman. 34 years. That's, that's commitment. That's love. I, I will say, yeah, seeing how, what, <laughs> it's almost 50% the divorce rate in America now. <laughs> I do that. It's like, I've been married 34 years. They go, to the same woman? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it either. I have her snowball. She spent um, all the money becoming a citizen. Now she can't hire a divorce lawyer. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, some of the stuff that, uh, that the uh, veterans service organizations have going on. American Legion, the DAV, I have no idea what they're doing this month. Um, but I'm going to try to find out, see if they have anything interesting coming up. I know Ashley probably has something coming up. Ashley had me over as an actor for her uh, LEO training on Friday. Training police officers, law enforcement, Montgomery County Sheriff's Department on uh, de-escalating crisis situations that involved veterans. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to play the wackadoodle. I didn't get invited. It was a stretch. For me. I feel left out. <laughs> but it was good. I'll, I'll, I'll check and see if there's anything great happening with those two service organizations. But we do have a bunch of stuff from the VFW that they sent over. The VFW is giving away, is raffling off a 2016 Harley-Davidson Softail Slim S bike. The bike looks baller. The bike is bowler. Um, there is there is a picture of it on, on, on our post. You'll be able to see it. It's $20 per ticket. The drawing is November 10th. And it kind of looks like the, uh, the the bike that Captain America in the first movie. See, okay, right? that's where I, I'm seeing it from. Yeah, it's Captain America. It's Captain America bike. Um, you can get tickets at the VFW or any one of their events. They have things going on. Events? Yes, they have a whole bunch of events this year. This, this month. The VFW is always doing events. Always doing events. On the 18th of this month at 11.30 a.m., there will be a live auction. Um, there's going to be a fish plate. Well, let's just read this. When? 
August 18th at 11.30 a.m., live auction at 4 p.m., live music with Doug Boggs and the Cowboy Jazz Band. Cowboy Jazz. Cowboy Jazz. Going to be at the local 4709 post at 1303 West Simmons. Oh, you said it right this time. Simmons Street. Uh, help is The benefit is to help raise money to fund the current constructions in improving the multipurpose facility. For more information, please call 936-756-7614. This is going to be put on by the Charity Chicks of Montgomery County. Um, If you have not been over to the Post lately, uh, you want to stop by. I don't care if you remember or not. Stop by anyway and check out the multipurpose room. The VFW uh, has worked with the city, and our VFW is now going to be one of the places in emergencies where you go to. Oh, so we'll actually be prepared instead of just being over overrun with supplies. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And the kitchen has been expanded. He can feed like 3000 people a day out of it. Wow. When did yeah. this happen? I'm telling you, it's been going on for a while now, but uh, they've depleted all of their funds mm-hmm. um, and they need some help. So let's go out there at the 18th and uh, let's go get involved in the silent auction and buy something. I am. I'm, I'm going to be out there. I know it's my wedding, but we're going out to do it. And I'm going to buy another um, raffle ticket for that bike because <laughs> it's mine. Um, Having a fish fry. They're going to do that. And here's something that we can do on August 25th from 12 to 6 p.m. I don't know what day August 25th is. It's a Saturday, I believe. Um, There is going to be a car show, silent auction, market vendors, raffles, food trucks, live music, and beer. And this is to benefit the Camp Hope, a PSD Foundation of America outreach program. It's going to be at 3525 North Fraser. And for more information on this event, you can dial 936-441-2739. It's being put on by Southern Star Brewery. It's a car show and it's on an auction. I didn't know we had another brewery in town. We do. Oh, Blonde Bombshell. That's It's, it's like, it, it, it's, this is by the Southern Star Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And they're putting this on uh, Saturday the 25th at the Southern Star Brewing Company to benefit Camp Hope. And if you've never been out there to the to the brewery, they're at 2535 North Fraser in Conroe. I, I've only been to B52. We need to do that. We should we should do that. We should like call Southern Star Brewery and say, hey, let's do a Veterans Air Day. I'm going to like buy a keg and everybody can come by and get a free drink or something. Okay. I'm okay with that. You're, you're okay with I'm that? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm going to put that. Social director, would you research that for us? All you know, the Southern Star Brewery and say, hey, how can we do a Veterans Air Day? Can we pre-purchase a keg and tell everyone to come in and get a free beer? Are hey, you, you, are you crocheting? Petra, if you're listening, if you're listening, <laughs> our social director, instead of directing social stuff, she is standing here in the middle of the radio station crocheting. You have ruined another one. Another intervention is needed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Allison, call your mother. Look what she's done to your best friend. Um, we got like five minutes left. So, Dan, tell us about what else we're going to do. Oh, it is time for that monthly Bitter Glitter Pocket Knife giveaway. Folks over at BitterGlitter.us have given Doug and I a bunch of great pocket knives. They are? Yeah. Uh, to give away. And that's what we're going to do. Since we can't do a giveaway here on air against the rules we still love you dick <laughs> you'll need to go to veteransair.us to enter or drop a line to veterans air uh at 13921 texas highway 105 box 286 conroe texas 77304 you think you would have that memorized by now uh i have a lot of stuff i need to memorize and i don't do it it's okay. You memorize all the chemicals to kill my spiders, though. Yes. Yes, I do. Shout out to our sponsors. Before I forget, Veterans Air is made possible by the support of East Meets West Productions, full-service business and marketing consultants helping vets start and fund their businesses for 25 years. For more information, call 361 904 Hey, let me give a shout out to your boss. 
My boss? Yeah, promote your company. Bulwark Pest Control and Extermination. We are actively hiring people who are not idiots and can study for a drug test. (laughs) (laughs) And who enjoy or can at least tolerate hard work. And, and, And if you call and sign up with Dan... We'll give you a $5 discount off of your first uh, first bill. I'll pay for it, Dan. Oh, okay. Twist my arm. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta call Dan and say, hey, I want uh, I want service and, and, and say, I heard you on Veterans Air. Um, what, I got about 30 seconds left? Three minutes left? Oh, we can do for three minutes. Oh, man. Why don't we go over those events again? I can pull them up on the screen. You for can do that, watching. really? Okay, so let's do the raffle. Talk about the raffle one. Uh, the the motorcycle do do that motorcycle one this okay now people here you go what do I do with my motorcycle thing here it is it it is a 2016 Harley Davidson soft tail slim S provided by Texas Harley Davidson of Conroe Woodlands in Kingwood now I, I know, guys over there I know I, these guys I know nothing about motorcycles so what is a soft tail this is a soft tail it looks like a motorcycle. <laughs> Forgive him, people. Hey, uh, for, you know, American Legion riders out there, you need to come by the studio and, and take Dan for a ride because he doesn't know anything about motorcycles. Yes. I had to I'll, give mine up because I can't use it any. I can't drive it anymore. But the drawing is November 10th, but you can get the tickets now, $20 a ticket for the raffle um, at the uh, at the VFW or anyone of the VFW 4709 post events. And you can see the bike. You can, you know, check the bike out at the Lone Star Brewery. Um, the Southern Star Brewery. It'll be there. It's going to be there at the car show. And the car show is put on by a Golo Ford, uh, Graphic Designs, MPs. Um, all the local businesses around here are, are doing it. It's the bombshell car exhibit to benefit Camp Hope. I'm going to go out there and check out the cars and sit on the bike. I encourage everybody to get your money in for the raffle for the bike, but I'm going to tell you it's rigged and I plan to win it. I, I really what, do. What are you going to do with that bike? You can't even ride a bike. I know it was heartbreaking. He can just drive around with the trailer with the oh, bike there you on go. it. Yeah. That's I, I can see him doing that. <laughs> see, I can put a sidecar on it and just drive it from the sidecar. I thought yeah. like those were illegal sidecars. Yeah, no, because no, you never see them anymore. Oh, you can definitely ride them. I've seen them. Oh yeah. See, my my problem is with with riding it, with my condition is I don't have enough strength to be able to handle a bike. Or do you ride? No, I, that's actually why I don't, because yeah, I don't it, feel confident enough in my ability it, to control. It, it a is a very, it is like a very that. physical experience to to ride a motorcycle. You've got a but, literal like rocket engine between your legs. It, going well, down the actually, road. a little bit forward of your legs, which changes out your center of balance a little bit. That's why it's you know so so physically intensive to ride. Um, but you put a sidecar on it, and you're you're stable. You're good to go until you do a sharp turn to one side. That's true. You have to learn how to, you can no longer, le- leaning doesn't work. You have watched Indiana Jones. I know all about sidecars. <laughs> I'm really excited for this motorcycle. I mean, this is like, you know, a $40,000, $50,000 bike from Harley Davidson. And uh, if you've been up to the Harley dealers, any of the Harley dealers, it's uh, it's huge. All right. Dick's telling me that I'm out of time. I enjoyed having Dick back in the studio with us. Um, me too. This is great. I Even like though I couldn't mess with, his name's Ethan, right? Okay. Ethan. We still love you, Ethan. Um, Okay, so we're going to wrap up the show, and uh, I'm going to leave you, as I always do, with this awesome song by the Warrior uh, Warrior Song Project, and you can go download that uh, at veteransair.us or at iTunes. And while we're listening to this song, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that today we're standing in harm's way to protect our freedoms and our liberties. If you're listening to my voice, you're out there and you're wearing the uniform, I say to you, thank you. I say to you, I'm proud of you for your service. And until next month, stay vigilant and stay safe.
of a killing machine with a need to bleed you when the light goes green. Best believe I'm in the zone to be from a yin to my yang to my yang to see. Put a grin on my skin when you come to me, cause I'll win. I'm a one of a kind and I'll bring death to the place you're about to be. Another river of blood running under my feet. Forging a fire little long ago. Stand next to me, you'll never stand alone. I'm last to leave, but the first to go. Lord, make me dead before you make me old. I feed on the fear of the devil inside of the enemy faces in my sight. Aim with a hand, shoot with a mind, kill with a heart like Arctic ice. I'll enjoy life. 